Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Before all of that, John is with us on the line today because, John, you got in touch. You want to see average speed limits enforced and introduced right across the country. Why is that? For a couple of reasons. I've been on the M50 for the last couple of days and on almost every single Sunday today we had delays due to accidents. We have guards sitting in cars parked up and someone goes by at a speed in excess of 120 kilometres and the guard takes off after them. Now he's driving an ordinary domestic car. There's nothing special about it. It's not adopted. It's not geared up for high-speed chases. And he's hearing down the motorway, which has to be in excess of 120. So he's probably shot at 130, 140 to catch the offender. Then he's pulling him over. The two of them are on the side of the road and he's getting the details. He goes back to the station, he enters it up in the system and it goes to Tipperary and Tipperary issue a ticket and maybe a second ticket and maybe a follow-on and maybe it ends up in court. Hugely intensive man hours required to do that. In the tunnel, when you enter the tunnel, there's an 80 kilometre speed limit the length of the tunnel. Your clock's going in on a computer, mm. your clock's coming out and it works out the average time it took you to cover the distance and calculate the speed at which you travelled. And if you exceeded the speed limit, you get a ticket in the post. Now, that, that, that was my main beef to that, that the guards aren't being given the, the equipment and the resources to do the job properly. The other thing that would help us greatly would be if in those cameras they included an ANPR facility, which is an automatic number plate recognition. We have seen it on TV programme after TV programme, and we've seen the effectiveness of it. If there was a post office robbery in Blessington and they knew it was a Mercedes with a certain number of digits and letters, they put that into the system and it would give them a combination of maybe three or four cars max that would have been in that area that would fit that description and they could start tracking those cars as they travelled through subsequent ANPR cameras mm. and intercept them or at least have a follow-up to move on. Um, the other part is that the guard stops the person on the side of the road and he makes note of the person's details. He goes back to the station and he enters that up on their pulse system. Now, at the road, he's got to stop, he's got to ascertain who the guy is, check his licence and his documents, make a record of it in his notebook, go back to the station, put it in pulse, they'll issue a fine in the office, and it'll be followed up, and eventually it might end up in court. I was in Spain recently, and I witnessed a very serious accident where a tourist had a head-on collision with a local person. Now, there was no serious injury. It was material damage. The policeman that arrived on the site, he asked the guy what happened. He said, look, my fault. I was on the wrong side of the road. Nothing. And he said, OK, that's OK. This is simple. He issued a notice there and then. And on his, la- on his tablet, he was able to process a fine, take the payment with the card, and send the person on his way. Right. But now, Much more done time efficient. Half, a, half an hour. And I, was, done. I, I knew the person who was involved in the accident and he said, uh, I said, what's going to happen now? He said, oh, we're going to charge him with uh, dangerous, dangerous driving and there'll be a fine and stuff like that. And I said to him, uh, can I bring him to the station or does he have to go in your car? And he laughed. He said, what station? What station? What are you talking about? I said, do we not have to go to a police station? No, oh, no. He said, it's all done here. It's done on the side of the road, less than 20 minutes, half an hour. And we were, we were on the move. Now, the beef I have, if you dialed 999 10, 15 years ago, Fire Brigade Ambulance and the Gardaí, and you got them fairly much 
in time. The fire brigade always quick to respond and probably the only emergency service who are responding immediately to 999 calls. Ambulances, you could be waiting two hours. In some areas, I know they say, if you want to get to the hospital in a hurry, order a Domino's pizza and catch a lift with the rider when he delivers the pizza. Right. Now, if we free up guards on the side of the road and we free up the backup, the people who have to monitor mm. posts, issue tickets, send out posts, record and re-notice and court and everything else, there'll be less guards in court, there'll be less guards in temporary issue tickets and there'll be less yeah. guards much more these, efficient these, by, by all yeah. accounts for sure. And put more guards into unmarked cars on the yeah. on the motorway. It's interesting and you mentioned people using their phones and the other things that are causing accidents. It's interesting, John. You mentioned the, the poor tunnel because they have this. They did introduce it the um, the average speed limits or the, the average speed cameras. I think they actually officially call them, isn't it? That's on the M7 at Tipperary junctions twenty six and twenty seven. Um, I actually I, I went through it in in recent weeks. Uh, the Tipperary section of you know where they have this, I've experienced it, and like it's you know it's it's far more efficient. Well, just, that's it. It's just your average speed. You, that's you go past the guard, the guard, and you think you're safe for a couple of miles, and you're, if you're inclined to speed, you're going to speed, or you're going to go past the guard. Now, if it takes ten or fifteen minutes for the guard to process one in a twelve-hour shift, he's probably going to do thirty or forty people, whereas the cameras will do seventy percent of the people who are speeding. You're not going to catch everyone because someone slow down, speed up, or whatever. But you, you catch at least 70% of them. Okay. During, during COVID, we had more people killed on the road in the first year we had COVID when we had two kilometre and five kilometre restrictions than we had the previous year. And every, like last year, I think they issued 176,000 speeding tickets. And we still had more people killed on the road. And this year, so far, we're heading for the same. And when the head of the RSA was on Pat Kenny's programme one morning, she said that at third of accidents, a third of fatal accidents are caused by speeding. Stay with us, John, because I'd like to get other reaction to this from, from listeners as well, who, you know, agree or disagree with you, whether or not you think we need the average speed limits um, on, is it on all motorways, John, you're advocating yeah, for this? Motorways. Just yeah, just on uh, motorways, yeah. yeah. Look, at, uh, what we want to do is we want to stop people getting killed on the road. That's, that's okay. what it's about. Okay. Um, you know, is on the, let me bring in Mairead too, John. Um, Mairead, would you agree with this? Like, do you think it's um, enforcing the, the average speed limits cameras on, on more motorways and, and larger routeways. Is, is that the best way to do it? Well, I think it is one of the ways. I think, as John said, we need more effective resources to, for the Gardaí. We need more Gardaí on the roads. Um, the strength of the Gardaí traffic course core was reduced during the recession. It hasn't been increased since. It was about twelve or 1,300, and it's now about 700. So we need more Gardaí in the traffic core enforcing on our roads and as John says we need to use the resources more effectively we need to get the, <laughs> the best bang for buck in persuading people that they need to slow down and observe the speed limits and if they think that they're more likely to be caught and if there is an average speed camera and the experience in Tipperary has been that it has reduced the number of people speeding and the same in the UK where it has been used more extensively the use of the average speed cameras has reduced the number of people speeding and has had a huge effect on the um, on the number on the number of accidents and fatalities on the motorways. So I think definitely we need um, more and better enforcement. Mm. And certainly, you know, the the average speed cameras is one of the ways of doing that. And I mean, the arguments John has outlined there for the efficiency, I hadn't actually 
thought of that, but it is far more efficient um, to do it by means of average speed than having a car that's chasing a speeding driver. And then once once that guard, the car is gone, everybody else can do what they like. So we've got to make drivers aware that if they speed, they're likely to be caught. They have to know that if they speed, they're likely to be caught. And that will encourage people to slow down. Yeah, this is the um, the camera and people will, will probably know it. It's recorded. There's two kind of camera positions that you have. They're big kind of yellow poles with cameras on them and um, they log your average speed from the start at, you know, one junction to, to the end of the other mm. junction and, 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 you you know, you, what is it, 120 kilometres is, is the max there. So during that period... You are you're effectively your speed is is being monitored as such. Um, I know it was introduced on a on a trial period, but is there any reason, John? Like, is there you know would you any opposition to? Is John still with us? No, I might come back to John. I think we've got Brian on the line though, have we? Brian, are you in favour of the suggestion around average speed cameras? Well, I can see the point of it in the tunnel. <clears throat> the tunnel is a a, a critical. Um, uh, uh, route uh, across across Dublin, and if it were to be uh, obstructed by an accident, it would be quite catastrophic for many people. So I, I wouldn't object to it there at all. You've got to be quite uh, hammer fisted there in regard to speeding. But I would be totally against what those other two people, John and that lady, are saying. Uh, Hi, to me, the the guard the guardy have, have long ceased to be guardy. They're now police, uh, a little bit like the guardia civil in in in. Uh, in Spain, you know, they're quite hostile to the public. I remember I'm 74, I'm 74 years of age. I've been driving since I was about 14, actually, unofficially. I got my license uh, uh, later. But um, the I've never had an accident. I've been in about, I've driven in maybe 15 or 16 different countries. I've been in 20, 25 countries. Um, so, and without an accident anywhere. So I, I kind of know what driving involves. But this business of, of turning us into a, a blooming anthill, you know, where, where the people are reduced to cogs in a big machine. And, I mean, look at the big picture. Okay, we've got a certain number of people killed, tragically killed, and people orphaned, and all sorts of dreadful situations, and medical, catastrophic, astronomical medical bills for the rest of their lives, mm. and so on. This is terrible. Of course it is. But what about life in general? Life is the, the whole point of... of of having roads, the whole point of having cars and the whole point of having police is to make life possible. If you reduce life to everybody being uh, administered by an unseen uh, artificial intelligence, uh, <laughs> it's just absolutely dreadful. I feel like but it's, o- it's only to take an a- it's only to take an, a- an average estimate of the speed that you're doing. Like you, the speed is yes, still up to 120 kilometres an hour. It reminds me of of what happened in New York. You know. We had the, just yesterday he left here, I tell you, a retired boss of the police in New York, you know, uh, from this town. And uh, he was telling me that while he's been here on holiday for two weeks, uh, he was stopped three times and breathalyzed, three times breathalyzed. This is hostile. This guy doesn't drink at all, like, you know. Um, uh, you know, and on lonely roads, a guardia being sent out by the superiors to to do so many breathalyzing tests and catch so many people speeding and so on. That's not the way to run a country. You, uh, we should be taking the big picture into account always. <clears throat> While I agree about the tunnel, I don't agree about it anywhere else. Uh, I'd look at, at what has worked in other countries. Um, there's been dreadful mistakes and dreadful and great successes in other countries with this problem. Okay. We're not well, unique. Yeah, well, you know, what, what about that, John, then? Like, whatever about the poor tunnel and the, the trial that we're doing on the, uh, the Tipperary section of the M7, uh, but don't bother introducing it across... 
other sections of the motorways and a lot of texters too, you know, pointing out that there's less accidents, fatalities on motorways typically. But then you're going, my point is that if we've got in, if we've got automatic cameras on the motorways, those guards on the motorways are free to patrol and enforce on the other roads where fatal accidents are happening. The, that, as that lady said, the, the traffic core at the moment is less than half of what it was five years ago, number one, when there was a huge drive and we had really astronomical fatalities on the road. That's number one. The gentleman referring to, to the, the continent, in France, if you're on the autobahn or the motorways in France, when you get to the toll bridge, they have your reading. And as soon as you pay your toll, you're very likely to see a member of the gendarme step out and pull you over to one side. And he, the first thing he does is he takes your keys until you pay the parking fine or the speeding fine. And if you, don't, you can't pay it by car, by card, sorry, he'll, um, he'll escort you to the nearest ATM, which is never too far away. Um, so it, it, they're, they're using it in other countries and they're using it effectively in other countries. The thing that got me going was that on Friday I was on the N11, M11, and I was on the, the Galway Road. I saw a serious accident on the N11, and I saw a minor accident on the, the other motorway. Now, I'm not saying anybody was killed. I don't even know if people were injured. But there's a lot more cars. 20 years ago, most houses had one car, maybe two. You pull along any street now in an urban area, and there's three, four, and sometimes a van as well, cars for every house. So we've a lot more traffic. We've an awful lot more population but we still only have the guards at around twelve or 13,000. When they were cutting back the guards after the 2008 recession, um, one of the comparisons was, well, in Manchester, they have the same number of police, but the same area and population. But they neglected to mention, you couldn't blink in anywhere in Manchester, but you're on an ANPR camera, that they have better resources and better access to the, the public camera system and here, and the enforcement is they have police in a concentrated area where they're likely to meet trouble on weekends and nights and stuff like that. An example here: I'm living in Westford. Up to about up to the year before COVID, on a Friday and Saturday night, on a bank holiday weekend or a busy weekend, we could have two two and a half thousand people congregating mm. in one square block in the town. And between nine p.m. and three a.m., you could not go anywhere in that block without seeing some sort of presence from the guards every 10, 12 minutes. And it was no more than that. They had unmarked cars, they had detective units, they had vans, they had cars, and occasionally they had guys on the beat. And the, the instance of street violence went down dramatically when that was introduced. I, pr- I presume, Brian, from the point you made earlier, you're not in favour of the, the ANP or the automatic, the plate recognition, the number plate. Uh, no, I'm against uh, the artificial intelligence taking over. Uh, it, 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 I mean, uh, it's a dreadful development uh, across the world now. And even the cameras on the M7, the the, 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 the average speed cameras, you, you don't think they're a good idea? Uh, well, I, I, you know, I'm up in Donegal here. I haven't been down there to, to right. see the situation. So well, I, I, I'm not pontificating, yeah, but okay, I do well, think the Gardaí have lost their position of respect. Uh, I, I used to work quite closely with the Gardaí in regard to uh, fighting illegal gaming machines and stuff like that, you know, for 20 years. And they were of tremendous help and very personable and sensible and yeah. all the rest of it. But now they're hostile. They're, I, I mean, don't know if you I, can I, say they're all I, hostile, Brian. I've been stopped, uh, I've been stopped uh, <laughs> at midnight on a lonely road because I didn't stop dead at a T-junction. I, I, I've had three sets of points uh, I, uh, one morning at half eight in the rain because I was going at the speed that everybody goes at. 
you know, there's no no there's no uh, uh, no speed camera there uh, ever since that they must have learned and there's another place where a school uh, obviously they had a, a speed a speed limit there uh, quite strict uh, but at eleven o'clock at night uh, the guardy were perched there. But just, then just people prisoners. people well mm. people will be giving out then saying you know you never see guards out in the road so I suppose you you, you can't you probably can't win Brian either can you because we'll have I don't know how many times we we'll no. get phone calls in from people who who complain about the fact you, you never see members of the guards out and about patrolling in rural areas. Uh, so uh, I don't what know. I'm saying is look to the big picture learn okay. from best practice abroad uh, refer that John that gentleman as far as I understand in Germany there is no speed limit on the on the motorways perhaps I'm wrong there but I, well I see a text in all right from a, a listener here uh, it was a David got in touch he was talking about France a friend stopped for speeding on the way to the airport in France had to pay the on the spot as a higher car and leaving the country I don't think that we've any real way of dealing uh, with the likes of Northern Ireland or other registrations um, according to David 53106 keep the text coming into us here should average speed cameras should we have these average speed limits all over the motorways in Ireland I'd like to chat to you about this on the programme today um, still to come though as well we are going to be uh, yeah we're talking about whether or not there's enough technical subjects taught in schools. We will be chatting about this as well just after one o'clock. But up next, I want to speak to the Sandies of Ireland. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.